welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue the series on Life Mastery, the machine inside me. And we left off in the middle of chapter four, talking about realizing your superpowers so I want to kind of pick up right where we left off, but if you are just now joining the podcast, uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other episodes leading up to this one. Uh, we've given you a lot of information about rewiring your brain, about tapping into the machine that you have inside of you, including the neurochemistry that you have, as well as the ability to rewire your brain. So we were talking about Liam and his ability to change and transform how he was thinking so negatively about himself and to turn that around. Uh, We'd also spent some time talking about Anna. But just like a machine that has its engine tuned up and new fluids put in, Liam's brain began to slowly push away cortisol and adrenaline and norepinephrine. Now, I have these terms abbreviated into cute names for the neurochemicals to help introduce uh, kids, young people, and even people that are new to these terms, uh, to cute little characters that are inside of us, representing the neurochemistry or the neurotransmitters. So we have names Cord, Adrian, Norpin, and and he was by by choosing to read books, uh, making better decisions about reframing and thinking better about himself, ultimately cognitive restructuring or cognitive behavioral therapy, which is definitely uh, a very effective therapy that's used by a lot of counselors, psychotherapists, and so forth. And um, and I just a quick note here, not to get too far down the rabbit trail, but just to let you know, this book has also been endorsed by several um, people that are experts in trauma and uh, psychology. So it is uh, well endorsed, and and there's a lot of great information, whether you're young or old. Any case, he was replacing those little characters with dopey Sarah, Oxy, and Gabby, which is dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, Gabby, or GABA, I'm sorry. So this made him excited about learning more. And, you know, every time we create some kind of a progress for ourselves, something that we feel good about, uh, whether we're, you know, uh, giving ourselves some grace for mistakes we've made and ending the self-sabotage by reframing, or whether we're doing better in our studies or better on projects or better on accomplishing the goals that we set out to do, we're always going to get a release of those happy chemicals, neurochemicals, rather than the ones that make us frustrated, scared, angry, fearful, and anxious. So, Uh, Each time Liam stuck to his new habits and his new superpowers, he grew inside feeling stronger and more focused. He also became more aware of those times when he was, you know, being, I guess, attacked sort of internally by Court, Adrian, and Norpin, which which are always going to try to come back and get you, okay? It doesn't matter how much you've trained yourself or how much you've worked on things like cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, There's always the risk of seeing the old, nasty, stinking thinking coming back at you. And we need to curb that. We need to learn how to deal with that at a level that we're we're, um, 
uh, become so practiced in it, like a muscle, we've strengthened it to the degree that it doesn't come back as frequently. Okay, so it becomes less and less and less. And, and this, by so doing, it improved his schoolwork. He felt more successful. He wasn't as shy in the classroom to raise his hand. Um, he felt much, much more confident about himself. And he continued in these habits. Now, the second superpower is gratitude over anger. Now, you now here's a here's an interesting fact. You cannot be grateful and angry at the same time. It is not possible. There's no way you can do it. So, the more that you choose gratitude over anger, and you may think that that's silly because if you're angry, you're angry, right? I mean, we get angry about things. Well, the truth is, we get provoked to anger. So, things can happen that make us angry. Okay. But in that moment, in a split split second, we can decide what to do with that anger. So we can either let it consume us and eat us alive internally and completely take control of us. Or we can decide in that moment to, to think about it from a different perception, uh, to perhaps get away for a moment and do some deep breathing, uh, or perhaps to reframe and think about uh, maybe something that we're grateful for instead of the anger. And, and, and there's many more choices I could throw out there, but I think you get the main idea. And so we choose to al allow in good or bad thoughts and turn away toxic thoughts. So I included a few examples in the book for you. And, um, and basically, you know, we've got Bruno the bully here. He's pictured. And, uh, and, you know, he's thinking to himself, oh, no, I don't have enough money for lunch. And there's a little picture showing him being nervous and upset, not knowing what to do. And so then the immediate thought was, well, let's go get that kid's lunch. So Bruno the bully obviously is going to go and try to take that lunch away, bully it out of him. Um, and the person that's a victim to this uh, is not really realizing that Bruno is having an inner battle. And chances are this inner battle has been going on for a long time. So when we can look at Bruno and say, look, okay, you know, maybe he's got a, a doesn't really get get the food that I get at home. Maybe he doesn't have the light that I have. So it teaches kids how to look at things from a different perspective. But I think we can begin to look at people differently, too. And I think we need to. You know, uh, for example, if we've got, and this isn't in the book, but if we run into an angry cashier and, you know, she's just crabby and, and curt with us, you know, we might think, wow, what a horrible person. But instead, that first, you know, initial knee-jerk reaction, we could pull back for a second and think, you know, maybe she's going through a really difficult time. Maybe there's someone ill in her family. Maybe there's a death in the family. Maybe, uh, you know, she's dealing with a very sick child or she can't pay her bills. We don't know what's going on in people's lives. So we can't just keep making assumptions that there's something wrong with them. We have to learn how to reframe and look at it differently. So I've got a couple of other examples in the book, uh, but I will skip past those so we can get into Superpower 3 when we return next time. So this is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire. Keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining. And if you don't have the book yet and you would like it, um, you can find the machine inside me at Amazon.com. And uh, again, it's by Michelle L. Stuffis. Uh, and uh, if, if you don't have the book, fine, just keep listening with us. We're going to have a lot more information for you. Have an amazing day.